Hi, I'm Joseph McClendon III, and welcome to the Cure for the Common Life podcast. Listen, you know as well as I do that motivation, empowerment, and inspirational stories, they're all well and good, but that's not what keeps us going. That's not what's going to change your life, and that's not what's going to move the needle in your health, your wealth, your happiness, your abundance, or your ability to be able to help other people and make a difference. What keeps us going, what produces results in our lives is activity, not action, activity. And when you can get yourself past the things that stop you and hold you back, that's when you'll thrive and that's when you'll crush it. And I humbly offer you these tools and strategies to kick your own ass and make the changes so that you can thrive. But most of all, I'm going to give you something every single time that you can do to create a change in yourself. Life is exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold, baby. So if you're ready, let's bold. Hey, what's good? Welcome to The Cure for the Common Life. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and getting ready to drop some truth bombs on you to help you go further, faster in your life, in whatever it is that you do. (laughs) And in keeping with the theme that we've been doing for the last uh, couple weeks, and that is just responding to the requests of uh, some of these life hacks. So I'm going to give you one more here today. And this one is going to be especially for these times. Now, I was told as I started doing these podcasts to keep things uh, generic or what they call evergreen so that it doesn't matter when the person's listening to this, you know, six months from now, 10 years from now, it's not going to be time sensitive and they're going to think, well, this is obsolete. However, I'm going to talk about the way things are and where things are right now because I don't care even in the future. And in my personal belief is what I'm going to talk about today is going to be part of the future and has already started being part of the future. And so whenever you're listening to this, today's date is August the 13th, 2020. And if you remember all the way back to 2020, that was, let's just say, a uh, special year. (laughs) Those were special times. We were undergoing in America and actually globally some of the worst crisis that has happened in a, in a century, a global pandemic, economic challenges, worst economy here in the United States than we've experienced in really a, almost a decade. I mean, almost a century. Millions and millions of people out of work, millions and millions of people sequestered in their homes because they're afraid to go outside because they're afraid they're going to get sick. And worst case, die. And just so you know, if you remember back where it is standing right now, in America, over 160,000 people have died because of that. Millions and millions of people are terrified. They're scared. Millions and millions of people are not stuck, but they've been in their homes. And then to top it off, something that has been brewing for 400 years, and that is the racial injustice and the racial challenges, not just in America, but all over the world. We're in a reckoning right now. And no matter what anybody says, this too shall pass. If this is in the future, you know that it passed. Now, I'm not saying people, everything changed all of a sudden overnight, but things change, and they are. And so what I want to talk to you about today is a skill set that I'm going to encourage you to start getting good at and and to start practicing and to start making it part of what you do. No matter how silly you think this is, no matter how trivial you might think this is, and no matter how you might not think this is going to be part of your life, I promise you it is. It is already being that way with pretty much everybody. It is the way of the future. Now, right now, most everything, and, and just so you know, my, in, well, I shouldn't say my entire, but 80% of my livelihood 
went away overnight. I have been doing live seminars for 30 years now, three decades, well over 30 years now. Before COVID, I was easily in front of 20, sometimes 25,000 people every single month. I'm a bit of a hired gun for several people, one of them obviously being my, my dear friend and business partner, Tony Robbins. But I have promoters all over the world that bring me in to do seminars, keynote speeches and, and content, things like that. And that's what I've been doing. Now, I've been fortunate in that I don't really advertise. It's just that, you know, I, well, I shouldn't say fortunate. You'll hear this on another podcast. I believe that we create, we make our own fate. But that's just the way that it's been. And then all of a sudden, overnight, every single event is gone. Is gone. Now, I, was, I keep using the word fortunate. I, I don't like to use that word because fortunate implies that, that I have something that you don't. I have access to something uh, that you don't, but you have the exact same access to you as a human being to pay attention, if you will. And I did. I paid attention to my mentors, just like that I'm going to teach you here today. And my mentors told me, Joseph, here's what you got to do to make sure that if anything ever happens, that you're taken care of, that your income is going to be okay. And I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole other podcast, but I did that. And so, you know, I wasn't hit too bad with the loss of 80% of my income coming in. But I got to be honest with you, when it first hit, I was like, and I still am, I'm happy. That's just the way that I roll anyway, but I was happy because I got to spend time at home. After three decades of traveling at least five days a month, often 10 days a month, it was the first time that I got to spend time at home. First time I got to enjoy the fruits of my labor day after day and wake up every single day and go and not have to think about getting on another airplane. Now, don't worry, I'm telling you all this stuff for a reason. It was the first time in my life that I got to enjoy my own life, the things that I've built. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, and which I hope you do, I am Joseph McClendon. You'll see that often I post pictures and information about my greenhouse. I built a greenhouse a couple years ago, and I plant my own fruits and vegetables. Well, check this out. In the olden days, several years ago, when I, I've always had a garden of some sort, I always loved growing my fruits and vegetables, I'd plant them and then I'd go away and I wouldn't come back for 10 days. I wouldn't even see that stuff for 10 days. And in 10 days, it, that thing would have grown like crazy. Well, now that I'm home, I look at it every single day and it's kind of like watching paint dry. You don't notice it. You don't notice everything happening. You don't notice things happening. You don't notice the growth that's happening. We don't notice the thing, the growth in ourselves. Well, here's something that I noticed. And I'll start by saying this. We always replace our loss with something else. Nature hates a vacuum. Whenever there's a vacuum, whenever there's a hole, nature is always looking for something to fill it up with instantly, right away. Nature is always looking to replace it with something to fill up that time, that energy, that emotion, all of that stuff. In case you didn't realize this, in case I forgot to mention, I'm human. So, so it's always happening in me as well. And so I have a need, and my need, at the risk of sounding arrogant, is to help people go further faster. That doesn't, like I said, at the risk of sounding noble. I'm not, I don't mean it to be noble. That's just the way that I was raised. And 
It was a promise that I made to somebody else a years ago when I was homeless and I didn't have anything. Somebody helped me. And when I asked them, how do they, I repay them? They said, you repay, repay me, Joseph, by doing the same thing. You help as many people as you possibly can. And so that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm talking to you right now. I appreciate your trust. I, I appreciate the gift of your attention and your time and things like that. But just know behind there, it's because that's what I am pulled to do. And because of that, I had to find a way to continue doing that. So yeah, I spent a few days in my studio playing bass guitar and having fun hanging out with my son. But sooner or later, the phone started ringing. Joseph, what should I do? Joseph, can you help me with this? Joseph, we can do with this. Joseph, will you do a live podcast with me? Joseph, will you do a Zoom call with me? Joseph, will you do this? And I started to realize that, okay, well, this is a way that, of course, I can do this. And I started doing things. By the way, that's where this podcast came from as well. I had wanted to do a podcast for a long time, but I didn't have the, the I, I always had the opportunity, but I didn't have the reason behind doing it until this thing happened, because this fulfills my need to give back and to help other people. And so... Probably everybody realizes this. And by the way, if you were smart enough to have purchased stock in Zoom (laughs) in any of those other platforms, you're probably doing pretty well by now because that became the new normal. I found myself, and to this date, I'm still doing at least two, but on sometimes three and four Zoom calls or some sort of platform where I'm doing an online conversation with the camera. And I'm not getting response back from people. I'm just talking, just like I'm doing with you right now. Now, I've been doing live stuff for a long time. So, yes, some of that skill set transitioned into talking to a camera or talking to a computer. But there were some things that I had to learn as well. And so I committed myself to doing that. I committed myself to doing as many of them as possible. And I committed myself to just give it away, just to talk about any and everything that anybody wanted to talk about. And unfortunately, the the nature of what I do pertains to any and everybody because everybody's got a brain and a body and a life and emotions and, and, uh, and everybody wants to learn. And I will say this, pretty much everything that I do is because it's a response to something that I learned from my mentors that have helped me so much. So why am I telling you all this? Well, guess what? Here's what is going to happen, and it is already happening. The skill of being able to do just that, talk to the camera with no audience, and I shouldn't say no audience, with no response back, is a skill set that the more of us that have that skill set, the more of us are going to be able to do better business. The more of us, our lives are going to be better. Our lives are going to be able to interact with other people. And how you interact with other people is how you make your money, is how your life improves, how your life grows. I sat and watched my son. He's 13 years old now, but I sat and watched him because the schools got shut down and they immediately went to online training and it was Zoom calls. And I watched these teachers, his teachers struggle with being nervous and struggle with being able to remember what they were going to do and all the things that they were doing and being natural on there. But I also watched them over the weeks and months as they did it, they got better and better at it. And I'm saying to you, if you have not dug deep into that right now, I encourage you to step up and start doing that right now because it is the wave of the future. It is the way that things are going to be. Look, sooner or later, yeah, we're going to be able to do large gatherings and things like that. I don't know when. And again, if you're listening to this sometime in the future, maybe that's it's already been happening. But I promise you what is going to be left over, some of the side effects are people are going to be going, well, let's just do it on Zoom. It's already happening. 
You know, I have a friend of mine who's saying, Joseph, you know, if you come to Arizona, we can do these these events. We do social distancing and so on and so forth. But here's what we're finding out. Most people are going, why would I get on an airplane? I don't want to do that. They're getting used to it. And so that is going to be part of the way that we are. And those of us, just like everything else, those of us that think ahead and have that skill set are going to be way ahead of everybody else. And you may be saying to yourself, well, Joseph, you know, I sell shoes or I do this or whatever. Listen, your ability to sell those shoes through a video on YouTube or a video advertisement that you make is going to be everything. I'm no fortune teller, but I am a smart enough person to recognize that that if you take a look at the way things are going, that is what's going to be important. You probably already started noticing it as you're watching YouTube, as your stars are watching Netflix, as you're doing anything at all, you're inundated with commercials and they're not always professional commercials, are they? It's mom and pop stores and, and one individual and, you know, whatever. And they're just jumping in and going, hey, you know, I'm going to give them a free webinar. I'm going to do this. You know, here's what you can do. And the greatest part about it is my son calls it YouTube University. Anything that you want to learn how to do, it's right there on YouTube. When I wanted to learn how to grow better cucumbers in my garden, I went, I, the first thing that I do is I go to YouTube, everything. And there's always somebody there that's semi-comfortable or super comfortable with being on camera. Things like the apps that we have, Instagram and, and uh, TikTok and, and Facebook and things like that. Those people that are starting, that's the way we display our personality. That's the way that we display who we are. And that's what people are buying these days. And when I say buying, I don't just mean, you know, giving up the cash. I mean, buying into and following and doing things like that. And so let me give you a perfect example. So uh, it's been about almost, well, about three weeks ago now. My business partner, my dear friend, Tony Robbins. At least once a month, I do a seminar with him and it was all gone. And so he created something called a virtual, they called it the UPW. And that is, you know, the ones where we were doing as much as, you know, 10, 15 people at a, at a pop. And so what he did was he did it online. He was one of the first people, if not the first person to do a virtual large event. There were 22,500 people that signed up for this event. And it was amazing. It was beautiful because people had their families, people right there in their own homes, and it worked out really, really well. Yes, we had some challenges. Yes, there were some glitches. Yes, there were some things that needed to be worked out. But it was pretty amazing to watch this happen. And they called me up and they said, Joseph, okay, listen, uh, you know, we put all this stuff together. Come on down. We'll debrief you when you get here. I said, okay. And I was kind of used to that because that's the way uh, that company rolls. I showed up and I had never done, or at least I thought I'd never done anything like this. And it was pretty amazing. Tony had uh, worked a deal with Zoom, who previously only did a thousand people was as big a room as they could do. But he worked a deal with them to do 23,000 people. It was a big, you know, it was this, this room, I want to say, you know, 4,000 square feet, maybe more, this big empty room with a 360 degree screen. You know, I, I may I have my peeps, if you will, post a picture of uh, that here, um, if you're looking at the artwork for this podcast here, you'll see it. And on those screens, I could see 3,000 people at a time. They were like little thumbnails, and I could see them. Now, because I had done so many Zooms, because I had worked so long for almost six months of every day doing one, two, three Zoom calls every single day, four, five, sometimes more, Sometimes I'd get up at three o'clock in the morning to do a Zoom call in Australia or Thailand or, or something like that because I got so good good at it because I'd worked at it. When I stepped into that, I, got, I will admit it, 
the first three minutes was a little intimidating and a little uncomfortable. But I got it. As soon as I stepped up, something took over because I'd practiced it, because I'd done it so many times. It was just another big Zoom call to me. Because many of the other speakers, it wasn't just me, there were several other speakers who had a hard time with it. And the reason they had a hard time with it is because when you're talking to somebody live, you get a response right away. When you're talking to somebody on Zoom, especially like this, A, there's a little bit of a, of a lag time, and B, they don't have to answer you back. And C, you can't hear their enthusiasm. When I'm doing a live event, if I say, everybody stand up, everybody stands up and they go, yes, and they do all kinds of stuff and they interact right away. And I get their response right away. With this, I could see them. And sometimes I would call them up. I'd go, Beverly, in room number 42, I see you. You got a pink shirt on. Get off your ass. Stand up. Okay. And I'd joke around. But I would really, you know, and I had to move pretty fast through this whole time. I didn't get any response back from everybody. That is unnerving as hell for most people. It makes you feel really uncomfortable. And I was watching several of the other speakers that do that. That weren't, you know, Now, by the way, I wasn't the only one. There was several other people that were used to doing it as well. But most people got up there and they were uncomfortable. So uncomfortable that as we went on, they started to, just for us to hear, as a matter of fact, I had them shut it off because I wasn't, it, it wasn't, uh, it was distracting to me. They did recordings. There was canned laughter, canned cheering, so that whenever the speaker would say something, the uh, engineer in the back would hit the button instantly so they'd get some feedback and you'd watch people feel better. And so this went on and it was, it was super successful. We're doing it now that we've transferred everything over to that. Why am I telling you all this stuff? Get to work. Get to practicing. Have fun with it. You can start by making videos for your Instagram or for TikTok or for, for Facebook. If you're one of these kind of people that are going, who wants to see somebody's breakfast or who, you know, I don't care about, nobody cares about my life. Get over it. That's just the way that things are. If you're looking at it and you're going, oh, that's for kids. Listen, we used to say the same thing about texting. I remember when I first learned how to text. I remember I had a girlfriend. This was back in maybe 2002, 2003. But there were flip phones. There were no, there were no smartphones. And flip phones, if you wanted to send a text message, and some of you remember this, you had to, if you were going to spell a word, and the word was go, I mean, the word was, you know, was heart attack. It'd take you 10 minutes to spell out heart attack because the A was the one button, but the B, you know, or, or the H was the, was the four button. And the E was the same button, but you had to hit it two or three times or whatever. Spell all these words. And I remember she had sent me a text on my flip phone. I had a Nokia flip phone. I remember looking at it and I started to text her back and I thought, screw this. This takes too much time. Why would I do this? I'm just going to call. And I never did. I, I never texted again after that until I got a smartphone. And even when I got the smartphone, I still copped a little bit of an attitude because I had that left over in me. Why call when I can text? And now, seriously, I got to do 30 or 40 easily, easily texts a day, sometimes way, way more than that. And so that became the norm. That's just the way that it is. Well, listen, this will too. So if you're that kind of person that's sarcastic about it, if you're the, that kind of person that's skeptical about it, I encourage you to get over it and get over it as quickly as you possibly can and get in front of that camera. It costs nothing to create a YouTube channel. It costs nothing to create a Facebook or, or, or Instagram or something. And get out there and talk about yourself. Talk about other things. Just talk about something that, you, that you're an expert at. You're an expert at something. I don't care if it's weaving baskets or making flower arrangements or how to groom a dog or train a dog or whatever. 
And don't think, well, somebody else is better than me. There's always going to be somebody that gets in there before you. Get in there and be part of it. Because I promise you, as you do it, you're going to get better and better at it. And as you do it, you're going to find a way to use it in your life. If you have a business, it's going to enhance you in business. If you have, uh, you know, you, you want to you teach somebody, if you're passionate about teaching somebody about raising children or training dogs or building, you know, race cars or whatever, get in there and do it. And don't judge other people what, what they're doing it because if they're doing it and you're not, they're a step ahead of you. If you're looking at somebody else and going, oh, that was just silly, you know, they look silly and they're doing that, they're doing better than you. Now, yes, are there some, let's say, detours and things like that that are unsavory and, and undesirable? Yes, there are. There's always going to be a bad element and bad actors and, and things like that. There's always going to be that. Don't be one of them. What happens is nature will make way for your skills. You'll be amazed at what shows up. You know, I campaign all the time and I get products for it as well about how we magnetize ourselves and bring things into our lives. It's not just the laws of attraction or manifesting things. It's, there's a physical thing, and, and actually I'm going to talk about it on maybe the next podcast. I don't know. But we bring things into our lives, and I'm a big, a, a big, big fan of whatever you put out there, nature is going to show up and give that whatever you put out there, whatever you practice, whatever you do, is going to give you an opportunity to use that. And there are things that you learned when you were a kid that you thought that you would never use, that you'd never learn. I mean, that you'd, you'd never be able to use in your life. And now you're thankful for that happens. Every day, every single day, something happens that I, you know, I had the greatest father in the world and my dad, you know, taught me to be mechanical. My dad taught me to, to think certain ways and do certain things. And I thank him every day because everything that I have, everything that I do, everything in all of our lives are puzzle pieces are these big puzzles that were from the puzzle pieces of the things that we learned in the past. Let this be one of the puzzle pieces that you create for your future. I promise you, you're going to use it. This is a skill that you will build up. And I'm starting to see more and more of it. I'm seeing moms that do, uh, you know, silly little dancing videos and things like that. And that person, I admire that person. I respect that person because they're getting along with the times. And again, from a business standpoint, I already do it. It's how I market. It's how I advertise now. Talking in front of the camera, it becomes you. All shapes, all sizes, everything there is. And remember this. I said at the top of this, that that you practice in private will become your skill in public. Always remember that life is exactly what you dare to make it in. Fortune favors the bold, my friends. Boldly step up, get in front of that camera, have fun with it. Do Zoom calls with your family. And by the way, Zoom is not the only one. There's lots of different platforms a little while ago, my family, we did like a family reunion. We got together. We were spread out all over the United States and all over the world. And we just set it out there, you know, did it. We all got on and everybody had a good time. Host it and do it. So thank you again for the gift of your time, your energy, your trust, your enthusiasm, your attention. And remember, life is exactly what you dare to make it. And fortune always, always favors the bold. Boldly step up and dare to make your life magnificent. I will see you at the top. I'm out. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cure for the Common Life podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions or comments or any topic ideas you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at josephmcclendon.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the top.